Across Tamworth and the northwest slopes and plains, you're waking up to 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. 12.87, 2TM, we've got Pete Breakfast here, four and a half after six already on a Thursday morning. Christmas last week, I guess, before Christmas for most of us. Hope you're getting some time off over Christmas. I was speaking to someone yesterday and he gets... Christmas Day, Boxing Day off, it's just, you've got to get into the spirit a bit more now. I know some people have got to work and people want to go to the shops on Boxing Day, don't they, for the big Boxing Day sales, which are a bit of a rort, aren't they? Uh, Amazon's Alexa, if I can just change the subject, <laughs> I reckon they are. They put one thing on about, buddy, 70% off and the rest of them are just, you know, stock standard 10, 15% off, something like that. But you know what? If it gets the customers in and stimulates the economy, well, good on them. Uh, Alexa's, uh, Amazon, <laughs> let me just fix the, fix the rubber band in the tongue this morning. Uh, Amazon's Alexa can now be used to change the subject during family disputes that take place over the Christmas period. Do you know what Alexa is? It's one of those smart speakers. You've seen the Google one on television where they go, okay, Google, turn the lights on. Uh, okay, Google, play us a song. It's just a, <clears throat> it's just another way for... <laughs> them to spy on you, I reckon. They're all listening. You know, it's a speaker that listens to you. Who says it's not listening when you're not talking to it? It's listening, baby. And let me tell you, they'll be throwing advertising your way that you've mentioned. Uh, Mars bars. Uh, research by the online retailer found on that 6.30pm on Christmas Day is the time when family arguments are most likely to break out. As a result, the tech giant has added a feature to its smart speakers that prompts virtual assistant Alexa to step in with a distraction technique. Using the phrase, Alexa, change the subject. <laughs> the AI-powered assistant will say something really lame to you right in the middle. Like, I don't know about you, but when the arguments happen in my Christmas, in my family, they get pretty robust. <laughs> and Alexa's saying something like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Which, incidentally, it's not. <laughs> right. It didn't make our list of Christmas movies, which Sal's going to do today. I think, hang on, let me have a look. Name the film. I'll give you a clue for that if you're up this early and you're going to listen to Sal this afternoon. The answer, and this is to win the big Christmas hamper, the answer is, for the viewers at home, the answer is Miracle on 34th Street. Right? Now, I said that once, so if you're listening and you're listening to Sal this afternoon after 1 o'clock, you'll win if you can get through on 67623544. So, shh, don't tell anyone. Uh, Alexa could also ask, what would your superpower be and why? I mean, does anyone care about... If you're having a big... If you're having an argument with your sister over Grandpa's will and Alexa says to you something like, um, should jam or cream be added to a scone first? Or who is your celebrity crush? It's not going to stop the argument, is it? Well, not at my place anyway. I'll tell you what is going to happen. Alexa's going to get picked up, unceremoniously ripped out of the wall and thrown. <laughs> maybe, maybe whoever's with, at whoever you're arguing with. According to Amazon survey, money is the issue families are most likely to fall out of. There you go, Grandpa's will. Uh, ahead of what to watch on television, there's nothing on anyway. <laughs> Christmas Day. It's a barren wasteland of television. You're better off having a camp on the lounge, uh, bad behaviour or someone being a sore loser after a Christmas game. <laughs> if you want to annoy someone, buy them Monopoly for Christmas, buy the kid Monopoly and then the kid will want to have a game of Monopoly with them uh, after their Christmas lunch and then that, that always ends in an argument of course and someone has to tip the board over. 
<laughs> Research suggests arguments are local, most likely to break out between siblings or with mother. It doesn't say anything. Oh, dad's already down in the shed by now with his beer fridge, uh, just happily... <laughs> sitting down there muttering to himself. <laughs> ah, bloody Christmas. Jeez, ah, I don't know why we bother. <laughs> Get your day underway with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley on Tamworth's own 1287 2TM. Well, here's an interesting one. A man and two teenage boys who allegedly covered two cars and a home with cheese slices. That's an expensive prank, isn't it? Are facing disorderly conduct charges. Uh, the cops said the prank occurred blah, 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 early on Saturday. It's not clear what motivated them. This is a really frustrating story. <laughs> the three suspects, uh, a 17-year-old, uh, another 17-year-old and an 18-year-old, so you know, kids. Their names haven't been released to authorities, so they admitted their involvement in the prank. It's not clear if anyone was in the home at the time. Two cars and a house with... What I just are those ones where you have to take the plastic off first, and then because that'd be a difficult job as well. You got to really get right. We're going to spend two hundred bucks on cheese. <laughs> we're going to get we're going to get the slices, and we're just going to slap them all all over the old old lady Simpson's car and her other car and her house. <laughs> That's incredible, isn't it? Oh, I don't think I'd be up for that one. Tamworth Zone, 1287 2TM and 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Phil Collins there on 1287 2TM. Well, Gizmodo, the tech website, has released its list of the 10 most disappointing gadgets of the last decade. (laughs) And number one is the 3D and curved televisions. Have you got a curved TV? Gee, they cost a lot, didn't they? And then, like, well, I always thought that. As soon as I saw it, I thought... Well, it looks pretty cool, but why does it have to be curved? It doesn't seem to be any point to it. Uh, Somewhere around the release of that uh, spectacularly televisual movie Avatar in 2009, they also started selling 3D televisions as well. well. And they figured if movie theatres were selling more expensive tickets to 3D features, and that really has never taken off, has it? One way or the other, Avatar was a big 3D movie, but it's really not been a, a big thing, is it? Because you've still got to wear those glasses, and at the end of the day, it's a 2D, it's a 2D medium, isn't it, movies? Um, so, But they said, you know what, how about 3D televisions? We'll bring in these expensive glasses with them as well. Uh, it set off a weird moment in TV design that encompassed not only 3D, but also expensive curved screens. And other gimmicks that were supposed to change the way we watch TV. Samsung always seems to be at the forefront of this, don't they? They always seem to, oh, your Samsung thing has always got something going on with it. And it's generally they either hit the mark or they don't. Uh, curved TVs really looked really funny on a wall, didn't they? Have you ever had one, seen one on a wall? They just look, they just like they've been in the sun and they've just <laughs> shriveled up a bit, curled up a bit. Um, but they perform as well as a flat TVs they reckon overall, but they just look silly. And three D TVs, well, they never worked that well at all because you know when you get everyone round to watch the footy, <laughs> and you only got three sets of three D glasses and you got eight people in there, <laughs> it just doesn't work, does it? <laughs> anyway, that's that's the number one failed tech design of the last 10 years. Wake up and face the day with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Tamworth Zone, 1287 2TM. Look, I'm always bagging the Americans and laughing at their funny crimes they have. And 
stuff like that. Here's a lovely story as well. I thought I'd tell you this one. Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, a gold bar worth about two grand was found among donations to one of the Salvation Army's red kettles. Louisville Area Commander Major Roy Williams of the Salvation Army said that the bar was found over the weekend in a kettle. You know, they have those little kettles in over there where you just walk past and you drop some coins in. It was the fourth straight year that a one-ounce gold bar has been donated anonymously. Uh, other smaller gold and silver coins have also been found in recent days, but isn't that lovely? Someone just comes along there with a gold bar every year and just throws it in the Salvos bucket. That is beautiful, isn't it?